Eyes Eyes, the life of a long-term multitasker. This is my 1% growth series, where every day is a commitment to the compounding of the consistent unextraordinary, where every day is an opportunity to think, learn, do, and relate deeply, where every day is an opportunity to live the life of your ideal highest self. This series is a combination of my journals that I'm intentionally sharing with the world. A single day may not tell the whole story, but each day is a vital chapter within that story. Welcome to another episode. So let's just dig in. We're going to be taking a look at November 19th, 2022. It was a Saturday. How did I start the day? I woke up and I ate pizza. <laughs> yep. I uh, ended up getting Topper's Pizza a Friday night where I got a medium Topper's Pizza, um, some, some breadsticks, and some cinnamon sticks. So three pizza boxes, basically. So I had a... Basically, I divided it up into four meals. So I had the first Friday night, and then I wanted to get rid of it all by Saturday. So I was like, I'm kind of hungry Saturday morning. So I ended up having a couple more slices, a couple more uh, breadsticks, cheese sticks, and even a couple of cinnamon, well, I think one cinnamon stick in the morning. So that's how I started the day at 8, 8.30 a.m. Had some pizza. <laughs> Not where you were expecting, was it? Um, had, you know, did that. I, and I think while I was eating, I watched, finished up Bill Maher um, from the Friday, the season finale of 2022. So did that and then had an alignment um, call, which is a second call in my kind of sales funnel, sales series um, with a prospective client and, and uh, ended up going well uh, they are looking f basically close them for a free month of coaching and so got the second call the first coaching call on the books in a couple weeks so that's what I did uh, the alignment call and then right after that ended up playing some pickleball with one of my coworkers. shout out to Beck um, and uh, some of his friends. So first time playing pickleball in a few years since the since Jake Myers' uh, bachelor party back in 2019. So that was my first time playing at Chicken and Pickle, and this is my second time playing, and it's a much better experience playing this time than last time because people actually knew the rules um, instead of just making them up on the fly, and. Um, I didn't win all. I won the first match. Uh, lost the next couple matches, uh, doubles. But then we played singles to close it out. But pretty fun game. Pretty fun uh, sport. I'm gonna, probably going to play a little bit more. I was probably a little close-minded to pickleball. I was like, oh, it's a rip-off of tennis and ping pong and and whatnot. But you know, after playing it, earned a little bit more respect for the people who play it. So I'll probably be back out there on the courts playing. Then it came back, 
home, and guess what I had for lunch? Some more pizza from Toppers. That's right. Had that, and then uh, I took a nap. Carb heavy up until then. Uh, lots of carbs, and then so I took a fat nap. Napped like an hour and a half, two hours. And I was like, screw it, man. I got to clean this apartment up because for the last one, two weeks, I have not had a chance to clean the apartment because of like Marathon, Akandabudjans, going to Chicago. I just came back on Thursday. And so I was like, man, I got to clean this place up. It's become a mess. Um, and I also need to catch up on work. That was my intentional in, initial plan for, for Saturday. I didn't get around to it, um, but that was fine. But I was like, all right, at least let me clean up my physical spaces. So cleaned the apartment up, uh, kind of, at least organized it. Uh, got it back to status quo. If it's not clean, clean, but it, at least it was It's not a mess anymore. So I did that. And then um, guess what I had for dinner? That's right, finished up the Topper's Pizza. So breakfast, lunch, and dinner had pizza. It's a pizza kind of day. Um, obviously with the World Cup starting on September, uh, September uh, November 20th, so today, based, I'm recording this on the 20th. Um, I watched, ended up, I was like, all right, I'm gonna watch maybe one hour of TV and then uh, be productive the rest of the night. Ended up finding a documentary on Netflix called FIFA Uncovered, where it was a four-part documentary series on FIFA and its checkered past. Of course, very timely with the FIFA World Cup uh, kicking off today, November 20th. And so I was like, man, there's never going to be a better time. Obviously, Netflix did a great job of timing it as well. So it was four-part series about our long episodes each so started at like 8 30 i was like ah it was a good first episode i was like damn can i watch let me watch like two of these today and maybe two of these tomorrow and then two episodes in i'm like i don't feel too sleepy i could probably like let's push through let's push through so i ended up watching the entire four-part series fifa uncovered finished at around 12 30 and called it a night but one of the things I learned, a couple of the things that I learned from that documentary series was sponsors. Sponsors are a great way to create that brand recognition, to collaborate, to attach your name, your brand with another successful brand like FIFA did with Coca-Cola, like FIFA did with Adidas back in the day. Um, so... I thought, how can Laundro Lab or Two Laundry do similar things? Right, we can lean more into our Laundry Cares partnership, or we can um, sponsor. We can partner with another company that can sponsor those replay learn areas, um, or you know, or whatever it is with on the marketing side. So there's lots of different things, and we get to tell as marketing. We have the ability to control the narrative, to control the story, to share the story of how people think about Laundry Lab, how people think about Tuyo Laundry. And that's the power that marketing has, the power that branding has, and the power of sponsorships. The other thing 
one of the big things from that. Obviously, in addition to FIFA being corrupt in general and people being corrupt overall, is that deals are made with people, not information. And it goes back to not what you know, but who you know. And not just who you know, but who knows you. And so, all these deals that were being made, the Sepp Blatters of the world, the Jack Warners, all these people who are, who are making these deals, right? they know each other. All handshake deals. Jao Havelange, the previous FIFA president before Sepp Blatter. Sepp was his kind of protege, ended up taking over. And so, the now that's the corrupt side of it, but what's the altruistic side? What's the side that I can learn from and implement at work or otherwise? That deals are made with people. I need to be in the room. And if I'm in the room, and I have a voice in the room, and people know what I do, people know who I am, people know my ethics, people know my value, then those deals will naturally get done that collaboration, that working together, and instead of it leading to some corrupt or malevolent result, it leads to a collaborative, a positive impact for others and myself. So those are the two big learnings from that documentary, that docu-series that I saw yesterday. But aside from that, it was obviously a very pizza-filled day. So that's it for uh, this series, this episode. Thank you for listening. And I will see you next time on the 1% Growth Series. See ya.